0: Hello and welcome to Objective Health. My name is Tiffany, your faceless host. The reason I don't have a face is because it was blown off in an unfortunate vaping accident. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, of course. (laughs) Joining me in our studio, we have Erica and we have Doug.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: So today we're going to talk about vaping and vaporizers and vapors and e-cigarettes. Have e-cigarettes been on the market since around 2007? I think so. I think that's what I read somewhere. So they've been around for a while, but lately there's been all of this hysteria and it's a quote unquote vaping crisis going on because I think it was up to six people, five or six people have died Mm -hmm. in the United States of uh, severe lung disease that have a possible and probable link to vaping. Mm -hmm. So I guess all over the US and 33 different uh, states, there's been deaths confirmed in California, Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, and Oregon. This is all according to the CDC. Uh, There's been about 450 possible cases of severe lung disease linked to vaping. these people have reported uh, coughing, shortness of breath, chest pain, fever, fatigue, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. And there was a teenager, a teenage girl, I think she was 18, lives in Utah. And she said she vaped for a number of years and she ended up in a four-day coma. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Her lungs were severely inflamed. So now everybody's all up in arms and people want to ban vaping and vaping is the big evil monster that we should all be afraid of mm-hmm. now. Not that to say that there aren't any problems with vaping, but we'll get into it. But whenever there is like a story that captures the country's imagination, you always have to kind of pull back the curtain and try and figure out why.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: that's what we're going to try and do on today's show.
2: It's the latest boogeyman. Yep. Vaping. And they're talking about banning it. So, of course, all the vaping, what do you call all them? Vapors? vapors? Yeah. yeah. The vapors are <laughs> kind of up in arms and they're like, you can't steal our vapes and all this kind of stuff. Um Yeah, it's kind of, before kind of looking into this, I actually didn't realize how, excuse me, how prevalent it actually is. Like how many people are actually doing this vaping thing. I I Mm -hmm. thought it was just kind of a fringe sort of thing that didn't really have that much popularity, but I was obviously wrong. Mm -hmm. It's apparently really popular. Like one in 20 high school kids or something like that in the U.S. is uh, regularly vaping.
3: Well, and it's kind of being touted as like the alternative for smokers to quit smoking traditional cigarettes, mm-hmm. you know, so they're, they're posing it as a, as a, as a healthier alternative, not, you know what I mean? Uh, to get people off of actual cigarettes and then to eventually wean off the fate.
0: Yeah. I think I've seen a commercial... I don't know if this vapor was called Blue or somebody, something. It had some semi-famous actor talking about the product and how it's going to help people stop smoking. But it sounds like people who do smoke traditional cigarettes and people who just got into the vaping and never really got into smoking actual cigarettes are doing it. And like you said, Doug, it seems to be more people than we know. Yeah. Thought.
2: yeah, it's actually, I was surprised at how, just how popular it is, like how many people are, are actually doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I started kind of looking into it a little bit more, like the number, the number of, it seems like it's mostly like young people, it's like adolescents or teenagers or or, or whatever. And it wouldn't surprise me if most of them actually I have never smoked. It's not about mm-hmm. quitting smoking or anything like that. It's just about being cool.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of them are kind of marketed towards kids. Like you see these pictures of all these different kinds of vape flavors, and they have like strawberry or cotton candy or bubble gum and like little cartoon pictures and things on them. So you can see why a teenager would want to smoke them. I mean, there's nothing kind of like cool or high tech about a regular cigarette.
3: Well, and it seems like for youth too, it's kind of like a a rite of passage in in being rebellious, right? Mm -hmm. To smoke a cigarette. And now it's like all of a sudden vape craze is, you know, targeting those young, adventurous, rebellious
0: well, teens. Yeah, well, you got to try it at least once, a couple times. I know I tried cigarettes uh as a teenager and, uh yeah, that seems like it's kind of like a rite of passage, but with these handful of deaths, I mean, it's unfortunate when people die always, but people do die and it's going to happen. But six people dying and some hundreds of people getting sick. I mean, look at all of the people who die from alcohol.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And all of the accidents and the broken relationships and healthcare issues that are caused by alcoholism and it's still going strong
2: yeah and nobody's really talking about banning it actually i mean the no. the lefties are all you know saying well why are you bothering with vape with the whole vaping thing when um guns like you're not you know the elephant in the room is guns mm-hmm. and you know not that i want to really bring up the whole gun debate but um i mean there's kind of a point there it's like you know it's it's five or six people who have who have died like that's you know despite the fact that they're saying it's an epidemic it's yeah. like well is this really is this really our primary concern at this point
0: mhm and i still have to wonder like they say there's 450 possible cases of severe lung disease they never quite define what this severe or what's the severity of this lung disease are these people just needing to go into the hospital or uh, you know, take some antibiotics or take some prednisone, mm. and they're okay in a couple of days. Or are these people all ending up in ICU in a four-day coma like that teenager in Utah. Yeah. You know what exactly is going on? I'm sure it's a spectrum of illness, but again, we have like no hard data to go yeah. on. Um, there was one article that said that one of the conditions that can be caused is something called bronchiolitis obliterans, which sounds like your bronchioles in your lungs get obliterated. So, I guess this is a good time to talk about some of these additives that are in these vapors. I keep wanting to call them vaporizers, but I think they're (laughs) a whole different thing. is
3: a vaporizer what you use with uh you know when you have a um, congestion, right? When yeah, you
0: fix, yeah, fix,
3: fix vapor rub. What that would mm-hmm. be a vaporizer, but it's probably the same kind of technology essentially.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of turns it into like steam kind of thing or a, a vapor, mm-hmm. a vapor, as it were,
0: and is it? Yeah, so, so with a vapor or a vaporizer, you need some kind of heat source to kind of. Like you said, turn whatever you're smoking into a steam so it can be ingested into the lung. So along with nicotine, uh, there's all other kinds of additives that they put into these vapes. And I guess we can talk about that now because it seems like the finger is pointing. I mean, not at the nicotine, but at the additives that are in the vapes.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And it seems like flavored ones are way worse than the traditional, like you were saying, those candy flavored ones. I mean...
0: Some debate on whether or not people should be ingesting smoke into their lungs. Like if you just look at pure tobacco, okay, whatever. But I'm pretty sure most people would agree that having grape in your lungs (laughs) is not the best or strawberry flavor. Well, or cherry even, particulate matter should not be in your lungs.
3: It's not even like the real flavors. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like those artificial flavors. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's real cherry infused vape, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, about 75% of the flavored e-cigarettes or vapors have something called diacetyl. In it, and apparently this chemical has been implicated in something called lung. I guess workers at a microwave popcorn factory were breathing in uh, the diacetyl, and that is in the artificial butter flavoring that they use to make popcorn. Mm-hmm. So this is this diacetyl chemical has been implicated in causing like the lung inflammation and the lung problems that people who vape are experiencing well some of them
2: the question is the when because the thing is that this this is all a very recent thing right the whole lung issue like it's only like the last couple of months that this has been going on so when did they start using that ingredient like i'm wondering why now right like why all of a Mm -hmm. sudden is there's an explosion of of lung issues when it seems like people have been using them since 2007 without much of an issue or maybe they just weren't documented then, or they were, um, people weren't pointing the finger at vaping for some reason, like they were thinking it was unrelated. I don't know. Well,
3: it seems like the flavoring thing is kind of new. I mean, I don't know back in 2007, if they had all the different flavors, maybe they had like the menthol, like a ment. So somebody who was a cool smoker, K O O L, the mentholated smoker, (laughs) you know, maybe they wanted a mentholated vape, but now with all of this, new flavor requirement or <laughs> that that, <laughs> that they're using these uh, nasty chemicals and you can't be that surprised. I mean, maybe mm. we have done a lot of looking into it for this show <laughs> about the nastiness of artificial flavors <laughs> that yeah. we kind of have a clue. Yeah.
0: Well, it seems that most of the illnesses, like people who actually really look into it and don't just see that six people die and all of a sudden the sky is falling, but the people who look into it have said, they've noticed that, yeah, like you said, Doug, most of these illnesses are relatively new and they found that a lot of these illnesses from vaping are linked to the marijuana or THC-related products purchased on the street. So unlike a lot of the so-called nicotine replacement or cigarette replacement vapes that are on the market that are regulated, the, the THC or marijuana products are often not regulated. So they can just put whatever they want into them. And now we're seeing this so-called vaping crisis.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See, with the the THC ones too, I mean, I know. Well, Erica just informed me that in some states they actually do have legal THC vaping, like where marijuana is actually legal. You can get um, you know mm-hmm. legal legal ones that are sold in actual vape stores and stuff. But my understanding is a lot of them out there are actually like kind of black market ones or things that people are kind of you know making themselves, like modifying their vape unit in some way to be able to smoke marijuana out of it. So I wonder if it's actually these kind of dodgier ones that you're starting to see um, the issues with that. It isn't Mm -hmm. necessarily like the legit kind of vaping um, products that are causing problems.
0: Well, they say that 84% of the people that they studied uh, that were that got sick from using vape products, They 84% of those people used unlicensed marijuana products. And their concern is that the people who are actually growing this marijuana, in order to grow the plants as quickly as possible, they're using pesticides and fungicides and grow, growth hormones. Uh, so they want to grow a lot of plants because... I guess an average marijuana plant doesn't contain that much oil. So you have to have loads of plants, you know, if only 20% of the plant is oil, oil, you have to have loads of plants in order to, you know, produce a significant amount of product for your vapors.
2: Right. Yeah, I do. Uh, I can see how that would be. Like maybe it would require like a lot more product to get mm-hmm. the, the vape for the vaping as opposed to just selling weed you know
0: well vitamin e acetate acetate is one of the components it's a thickening agent and they use that in a lot of these marijuana vapors because it helps the thc vaporize itself um so
2: yeah, and that, that it seems like a lot of people are starting to point the finger at that one in particular, the uh mm-hmm. vitamin E acetate. Um and you know, I was I was um looking at some stuff and there was a, there was kind of a um a doctor of some sort who was talking about any time you are ingesting into your lungs an oil and vitamin E is mm-hmm. an oil um that that's problematic that your your lungs are not really designed to have oil being um in them, so that you know, just just the fact that it's an oil that you know, by by inhaling that, then you're you're going to cause some problems there.
3: Yeah, they call it a lung surfactant. Surfactant, so basically, surfactant, yes. So it basically just blocks those the the ability to breathe. Is that it? Well, it integrates into the membranes and it creates mm-hmm. a coating
2: yeah yeah
0: so lungs. if the cells in your lungs can't exchange gases, then that's never a good thing. so there have been some studies on the dangers of vaporizers uh, vapors <laughs> even before this whole vape crisis because they uh, there have been articles out about like the dangerousness of the flavored e cigarettes or the flavored vapors. Uh, There was one study, like you said, it creates kind of like a coating. In this study, uh, it was in the journal Thorax, which is a pretty cool name for a journal. (laughs) It was like the Lorax by Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Um, They said that the the vapor impairs the activity of macrophages and the macrophages are kind of like little Pac-Mans if you want to picture them like that, and they engulf and remove dust particles and bacteria and other allergens that get into your respiratory tract. Now, this study though, they didn't use like actual people. They uh, took biopsies of lung cells and they put them in a Petri dish and exposed them to the condensate from e-cigarettes and they found that there was increased cell death and uh, increased production of free radicals in the lung cells of these tissues. Mm. So Mm. even before this whole crisis, there was uh, some caution. I know I made a joke at the beginning about my face blowing up from a vaporizer, (laughs) but that is another issue that's come up from vaping. I guess sometimes the the batteries or whatever power source they're using, these vape machines can go all flunky, and yeah. uh, there's been some vapes that have exploded in people's faces. Yeah. Now, if I were a young kid, uh, even more so than being worried about getting a lung infection, I mean, you could always just throw some antibiotics at, at that and get better if you're a relatively healthy person. But, I mean, look at that picture if your mouth gets blown off, I mean, you're going to yeah. require a lot of medical skill to put yourself back together. So that's another reason not to vape.
2: <laughs> well, I had a, I, I, I did come across some stuff about the exploding ones and um, well, some people are claiming that the people who have had them exploding have actually modified their vape things in some way mm. um, that they're actually like, you know, like, Back in the 50s when guys would like, you know, modify their cars and like put bigger engines in them and stuff like that. And now I guess the kids do it with their vapes to try and... Make
0: what more them. I want them to do?
2: I don't know. Like big bigger hits, bigger vape hits. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, anyway, I, I don't know if it was just... Um, it could just be that people... Are so enthusiastic about vaping that anything negative about it they're just like oh well the guy probably just modified it or if it literally Mm -hmm. was people actually modifying their their vape products in some way that's causing the explosions (laughs) but yeah like you were saying there were issues before this latest um round of panic about the the lung condition like uh there was an fda study that found 127 reports of seizures and neurological symptoms after mm-hmm. vaping. Now, I didn't find... This was back in... Oh, no, it was actually August of this year, so it wasn't even that long ago that they were kind of investigating this. But I haven't heard anything more about it to find out if they... Because in the article I was reading, it was kind of talking about how um, they didn't know for sure that it was actually from vaping, but that there seems to be some kind of correlation between the vaping and the uh, these uh, seizures and other neurological mm-hmm. symptoms. And also, there was... Um, a Daily Mail article that was talking about how e-cigarettes raise the risk of stroke, heart disease, and heart attacks by 70%. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's not just this recent kind of um, lung issues that are kind of a problem here. I think that uh, there might be something in particular about vaping, probably these other ingredients besides nicotine or marijuana, THC, because... People have been smoking that stuff for a long time and they haven't had anything like this happen. So,
0: yeah. Well, there's another study at uh, New York University. This one, again, not humans. They use mice and they expose the mice to three months of vape smoke and they found damage to their DNA and damage to their DNA repair systems. And there was also some speculation that it may cause lung and bladder cancer, but they did say that they needed further studies in order to validate that claim. So, yeah, not new, but certainly somewhat risky, I guess, you know, bashing traditional cigarette smoking is I think they've probably gotten all the people that are going willing to give up smoking, to give it up by now. So now they have to go after something new. But one of the things about this recent push to ban e cigs or vapes, and by the way, um, I think Michigan is the first state to ban the flavored vapes. Uh, the city of San Francisco. Which I think, and you know, they have bigger fish to fry. What with, with all the <laughs> poo and the needles on the streets, they're worried yeah. about people vaping. They've yeah. banned vapes. Uh, Wisconsin urged people to stop vaping, and there's a city council in Dundee, Scotland, that banned employees from both smoking and vaping during work. And in British Columbia, they won't allow people to vape in at their jobs or in parks or on beaches, or if you're in a car with somebody who's under 16 years old. God. So all this anti-vaping hysteria is of course brought to you by people who uh, are behind anti-smoking hysteria. Um, a lot of this anti-vaping stuff comes from this, group called the Truth Initiative. And their motto is inspiring tobacco free lives. So if you go on their website, (laughs) it's all this, you know, stuff about smoking is bad. Okay. So, There's vaping is bad and K now, and they're talking about all the, the smoking that's in movies and in TV and how they really, really have to push to get smoking out of the public consciousness because kids are so impressionable. If they see somebody smoking on TV or in a movie, yeah, they're going to do it. They're
2: already so, addicted.
0: Right. So I think that this is a backdoor way to kind of come after cigarettes and tobacco ultimately but they have this uh, easy target of the vapes in order to accomplish that so if they get rid of the vapes it'll be easier to get rid of smoking which they've been trying to do for years now but this is just another target
2: well it's interesting too because from what i've seen their reasoning for banning the flavored stuff it's not because those ingredients might actually be causing issues. It's because flavors appeal to kids. And, <laughs> you know, they, it's the same thing. They used to say the same thing with alcohol all the time. They'd, they'd say like, you know, somebody would have some kind of alcohol drink that they're selling that basically tastes like Kool-Aid. And, you know, mm-hmm. everybody would be up in arms because it's like, oh, that's going to encourage kids to drink because it tastes good. And it's like, well, I mean, you can't, I don't know. It, it just seems like it's a, it's a little bit nanny state overprotective kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like by banning just the flavored ones. Like if they do determine that the flavored one, the flavoring actually is what's causing issues, then yeah, of course. Okay, ban the flavored ones or come up with a better method of, of providing that flavor. But the idea that it's going to appeal to kids more, I don't know. It just seems like uh, if an adult wants to smoke like, you know, I don't know, cinnamon bun, vaping then they should be allowed to
0: <laughs> yeah but i guess saying that though it's obvious to us uh saying that seems to be necessary but it totally should not be necessary at all mm. people should be able to ingest whatever product they fe- feel is fit for them i, agree. I mean Whether or not drugs should be legal, I mean, that might be a topic for another show, but ultimately, whether it's legal or not, people are going to do what they want to do. So why make legal products, you know, go underground or have some kind of black market situation where you can't get what you want?
2: Yeah. All they're going to do is drive cinnamon bun vapes underground. There's going to be a black market for cinnamon bun vapes. Everybody's going to want, you know, can't get them in the store. So you got to go to your dealer.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm surprised that. Well, I don't know. Big pharma. I'm surprised they haven't gotten in on this. Like, cause they're trying to get in on the whole marijuana business. Mm. So. If a pharma company came out with a vape, for do we know a marijuana that they haven't
2: product? though? Oh, for a marijuana uh, yeah. product. Yeah. Okay. I, th- yeah. I thought it meant just for vaping in general. I mean, if
0: they're trying to get in on marijuana, why would they not create a vape? Mm-hmm. And if they're trying to ban vapes, seems like the, the pharmaceutical companies would be against the banning of the vapes, but. We'll
3: see. Well, maybe it's just another one of those things, like we were saying when we did the show on the burning of the force in the Amazon, that they're just trying to get a reaction out of people to see w- how to move forward. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You have these anti-vaping activists and, you know, who's going to who's going to hop on board and be like, ban it all. It's terrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or who's going to be like, it's our body, it's our choice. We can do what we want. If we want cinnamon bun vaping, <laughs> then we're going to do it. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there's so many other like serious health concerns going on in the world right now. This just seems yeah. bizarre. It's, it's all about the children. All of a sudden, we're so concerned about the children.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always the way that they push things through. A lot of times, anyway. It's like, think of the children.
0: Yeah, they play on people's natural compassion and love for their children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but I do think that if the public in general allows vaping to be eradicated, whether it's flavored or not, whether five people or six people die or not, it's just going to be the end of smoking and just another. One of our civil liberties that get taken away, so yeah. i 'm all for i don 't personally want to vape, but i 'm all for people being allowed to vape yeah i 'm all for a safer vaping product i don't think that there should be anything that's causing lung inflammation, which nicotine does not do but um yeah yeah, people should be allowed to do it
2: I totally agree and i'm actually just kind of looking up here to see if big pharma has got their foot in the vaping world and I don't mm. know if they do or not but see it wouldn't surprise me if they did because I know they one of their big industries is um, smoking cessation products like they mm-hmm. put out the like the Nicorette they put out the, the lozenges the, the little sticks that the you Chantix. can suck on yeah all that different stuff yeah and not to mention the, the actual drugs themselves for yeah. uh, which are basically antidepressants for quitting smoking. So which
0: strangely caused you to want to commit suicide like yeah. Chantix.
2: Yeah. Well there you go. <laughs> suicide suicide's better than smoking, right? Yeah. <laughs> but so it makes me think that um if something like vaping came in, came along that is being promoted as a smoking cessation product that mm-hmm. they that Big Pharma probably has their hand in it in some way. Um, mm-hmm. in which case it probably you probably won't see it um, actually get banned. Even though they might ban the the flavored ones or something like that. But I bet um, if if there's any real money behind vaping, I can't see it actually getting banned. It's just a lot a lot of bluster you know, something for well, Trump to get a how the people much a a
0: vapor? I have no idea. Does anybody know? Like 9 bucks, I think I heard somebody paid. You have to buy the... The, the unit. The cartridge. Yeah, the unit and then the cartridges you have to you know, buy periodically once you run loan, whatever it is that you're smoking. So, yeah, it's big money makers, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. And incidentally, but I we looked already, it up. I was going to yeah. say, I did actually look it up, and there is cinnamon bun flavored stuff it <laughs> exists. I thought I was just being clever.
0: But I don't understand. Why do we need to ban things that we already have age limits on? We're not banning alcohol. You know, most places, what in Canada, you can smoke or drink if you're Eight, 19. Uh, 19,
2: 19.
0: Yeah, in the U.S., it's 21. Uh, in the U.S. everywhere, you can't legally buy cigarettes under the age of 18. Yeah, same in Canada. And I think in New York, they pushed the age up to age 21. So we already have laws and limits on these things. Why do we have to ban them outright? You know, What if That's I'm an scary. adult and I want to smoke a cinnamon bun vape? I want to <laughs> be allowed to try it. I'm well over 21.
2: <laughs> oh, I can't
3: see well, the and that That doesn't stop underage drinking and smoking just because of the age limit. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
3: we and were say all you're... underage once and d- I mean, I definitely drank before I was 21 and it wasn't that hard to get, you know what I mean? No,
0: and say you're under the age of 18 and you get caught with the vape, are they going to arrest you and like involve the legal system over a vape, really?
2: No, I think it's... <laughs> if it's anything like smoking, I think if they catch you under the age that they just mm-hmm. go after the person who gave them to you or like mm-hmm. the the store that sold them to you or something like that if I'm not mistaken Nobody I don't think the kids it, actually get in trouble
3: yeah it's contributing to delinquency of a minor mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. the charge right
0: But like I said that's already done to a certain extent they're going to double yeah. down on the policing whatever nanny no, state
2: I agree with you for sure, it is nanny state stuff, and uh, I think that it's it's completely unnecessary if if people want to vape. Now that being said, I do think there should be more um, research into all of this, and and you know find out if there is something actually seriously going wrong here that needs to be to be looked at. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, if it, I, I would think that there must be ways that they can make vaping at least relatively safe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you can't, but I, I would, I would assume that there must be a way to do it. It's if they find out like some you ingredient know, is is terrible, then you get rid of the ingredient and maybe find another way to do it. But just yeah. banning it outright. So, I mean, absolutely.
0: granted, it does look kind of cool. Yeah. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people do it. You know, I don't, I don't, not objecting on any kind of uh, aesthetic grounds here. Uh, <laughs>
3: Well, when it first came out, too, it was tolerated a lot more. Um, you uh-huh. know, yeah. originally you could even vape on the airplane. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, or in traditional non-smoking sections, if you had a vape, it was tolerated. And now that's being completely banned. Like you said, Tiffany, even in workspace environments, um, it's like a, a doubling down. You know, zero tolerance policy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just I just think that. It's a a way to go after smoking in general. And they're just using the vapes to do it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be tolerated too because it was considered something just to help you quit smoking. So I think they were Mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, well, that's good. They're quitting. They're not, they're using an (laughs) e-cigarette instead of a real cigarette. So pretty soon they won't use anything at all. But they probably came to the conclusion after a while that it's like, no, um, people probably don't stop using the vape thing you know it's like that even if they're, tr- they're trying to use it to quit smoking they probably just switch over to vaping actually I was reading somewhere that, that uh, the large percentage of people who actually vape and smoke they do both so
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
2: well we do have um, a video clip um, yeah okay, let's play it from a channel called seeker which was actually the second clip I gave to you Damien
0: Okay, hang on. All right. Got one, right?
2: I think so. Yeah, okay. that's it.
1: Serious respiratory illness have taken the U.S. by storm, one that sickened at least 380 patients and turned fatal for seven. As health investigators from across the country begin to look into the issue, a common thread seems to be emerging. Vaping. But medical studies are still in their preliminary stages, and there remains a severe lack of information surrounding the health effects of vaping. So what do we know so far? We reached out to Dr. Christiani, a pulmonologist and molecular epidemiologist who reviewed and wrote an editorial about the most recent major medical reports on the vaping-related epidemic, for the New England Journal of Medicine.
4: The concerns about vaping are not new, and there have been case reports for some years now of adverse health effects, presumably from the additives, things like flavorants. I think what happens here is it's a much larger scale.
1: But before we dive into the theories of what's behind this vaping related epidemic, let's break down how a vape works. Vapes, vape pens, e cigarettes, whatever you want to call them, are essentially just battery powered devices that heat a liquid into a vapor that can be inhaled. The vapor can contain flavoring and nicotine, but marijuana and hash oil are often used too. Preliminary studies have also found vapes to contain heavy metals like nickel, tin, and lead, benzene, which is a cancerous substance found in car exhaust, and ultrafine particles capable of traveling deep into the lungs' tissues. Aldehydes, chemical compounds known to cause lung and heart disease, have also been found in vapes. And then, of course, there's nicotine. A preliminary 2019 federal survey found that more than a quarter of U.S. high schoolers have vaped in the past 30 days. Since nicotine is both addictive and harmful to brain development, the risk for this age group remains high. But now, with at least 380 confirmed cases of a mysterious respiratory illness in the U.S., the public is looking for answers. The first reported vaping-related death occurred in August 2019 in Illinois, and since then six vaping-related deaths have been reported in California, Indiana, Kansas, Minnesota, and Oregon. What begins as coughing, chest pain, or shortness of breath can result in Acute Respiratory Distress Syndrome, or ARDS. It's a highly dangerous and oftentimes fatal condition in which fluid accumulates in the lungs, preventing oxygen from circulating in the bloodstream. But that's only one part of the story.
4: Unfortunately, the chemistry is complicated. The toxicology looks like it's lung injury, but the pattern is heterogeneous. Because it's a heterogeneous group of disorders, it does suggest that there may be more than one agent involved the response looks quite varied, but it's in, the, in all cases, it's much more accelerated than you'd expect in a chronic inhalation problem.
1: And this acceleration may be a result of changes in the formulation of vaping agents.
4: It's a much higher level of acuity, suggesting that the source material has changed in the last year
1: or so. A major suspect is vitamin E acetate, which is a thickening agent used to adjust THC levels. Health officials in New York State issued a report stating that they had found very high levels of vitamin E in samples from 34 patients who have fallen ill in the state, many who reported buying marijuana for vaping purposes.
4: Vitamin E acetate is an oil. Some of the cases indeed had what we call lipoid pneumonia. That could happen if someone were just, were inhaling Vaseline-type product. But, if you look carefully at the report, which was not a peer-reviewed report, They said eight out of 34 reported using vitamin E acetate in their mixture. So that's a minority, a substantial minority. That means vitamin E acetate has to be one of the many compounds investigated. And it may well explain one or so of the outcomes, but it's not the whole picture. I think it's premature.
1: So yes, more research is needed, but how close are we to getting a diagnosis?
4: I think it's gonna take some time. That's why I think it's prudent to advise people as both physician and as public health specialists not to vape because we don't know what it is. Even with a very large concerted effort, the number of potential culprits is large. Dissecting the chemistry of this may reveal compounds that haven't been adequately tested in humans or animals, so we don't really even know the extent of the inhalation toxicity.
1: And this is because e-cigs remain largely unregulated in the U.S., both in stores and out. In fact, FDA approval of the products is slated to begin in 2022. But in light of recent fatalities, that may change. While vaping is growing in popularity with more than 40 million users worldwide, it's worth mentioning that not every country is experiencing this epidemic. That might be because e-cigarettes aren't as strictly regulated in the US like in other countries. In Australia, for example, e-cigs containing nicotine are banned altogether. And in countries like the UK and France, regulations are stricter. To remedy this situation, the FDA is currently working on a plan to remove flavored e-cigarettes from the market altogether.
4: I just think you know, we need accelerated research. This is uh, it's not the first time something dramatic has happened that, that requires a concerted response on the part of the science community, public health community, and actually manufacturers to the extent that they can be brought in uh, to you know help figure this out.
1: If you like this episode, let us know down in the comments below. Okay. And if you're, and there remains a.
2: So there you go.
0: Yeah. Don't you love it? How, towards the end of, or towards the beginning of the video, she's listing all the, you know, the heavy metals and the benzenes, a cancer causing agent found in e cigarettes. And then there's nicotine. There's nicotine.
2: Yeah. There's
0: <laughs> like nicotine. to top all that off, there's <laughs> nicotine. It's worse than heavy metals and benzene. No. And it's, it's addictive. addictive. And our kids, our kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, It's
3: crazy that they even Ended up on the market to begin with That they've never been regulated I mean I not know. that the FDA Is any sort of admirable regulation but <laughs> You know what I mean Oh we're going to start in 2022 That's yeah. like four years from now
0: <laughs> People are dying right now We can't wait <laughs> Regulate our vapes Please yeah. Oh wow Yeah,
2: the crazy the 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 thing is they can't help it. That focus in on the nicotine though, because uh, I mean, even though it's like it's obviously not the nicotine, right? Like it's like how Mm -hmm. long have people been getting like smoking cigarettes? I mean, and nicotine is in so many different plants. Blah 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 blah. It's actually like uh, biohackers even use it because it's uh, it has like a lot of brain benefits and things like that. But it's obviously not the nicotine. Like nicotine is not the problem, but they Mm -hmm. still they can't help it but bring it up.
0: Well, that just shows what their true target is. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do we have anything else to say about vapes?
2: Uh, Not really. It was so not on my radar at all Mm -hmm. until this whole thing came up. Um, Yeah. Like, like I said, I thought it was a fringe kind of thing. I didn't I just don't know what the kids are doing these days, you know,
0: <laughs> <I don't. laughs> you're out of with the vaping totally and the sex touch. thing. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: all a mystery to me. But I'd say, <laughs> you know, be careful with your vapes, maybe get mm-hmm. them from a reputable place. I don't know. I don't know what to suggest on this. I don't know anything about vaping. So.
3: I don't know. See, yeah, I'm kind Are of. Are they going to have totally organic vapes now? Is there going to be yeah. like a whole line of at Whole Foods? <laughs> sure.
0: That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. organic non-gmo vapes yeah but yeah like you doug i didn't really even pay attention i saw a couple people use a vaporizer before but i didn't think it was as ubiquitous as they're saying it is but you know i am pro tobacco and pro nicotine so Mm. i can't just say oh i'm anti-vape
2: yeah no i agree i agree yeah yeah I think uh like the guy was saying in the video, the scientist who like an actual scientist was saying, mm-hmm. you know more research needs to be done, and I think um you know the the trigger happy ban happy you know method of like anything that might be slightly dangerous, think of the children and ban it it just mm-hmm. uh it's it's, it's a an, it's an overreaction i think um people yeah. should be and it doesn't work it doesn't yeah. work right right.
0: Yeah. yeah okay so i guess that's our show for today folks thanks to doug and Erica. erica i forgot to mention damien loyally in the background on the ones and twos <laughs> holding it down for us as usual yeah. so hi the- damien <laughs> hello there the image master yeah. <laughs> so you if you like this video um no, we don't. No, don't like- <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if you like this show, be sure to like and subscribe and comment if you feel the need to comment. And uh, we'll be back next week with another show. So, have a good day, everybody.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye. See you.